We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, December the 16th, 2020. On today's show, it is officially early signing day. I am breaking down early signing day, previewing everything, talking about who the Gamecocks will be signing today. Also, why fans should not overreact to the early recruiting rankings. Obviously, you go through a coaching change in the middle of the season. Things swirling right now as far as who is South Carolina's coordinator is going to be. We don't even know who's going to fill out the coaching staff and recruiting has suffered, but I want to talk to you guys about, again, why I think fans should not overreact. Don't jump off a bridge. Don't do anything crazy. It's going to be okay, and let me tell you why. Also, a couple of news notes to get into as well. Got a packed show here on a Wednesday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. By the way, they're not a trucking company. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is just invested in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they offer black glove service, guys. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They were founded also by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, guys, to a Gamecock-owned small business. They offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies, guys, simply do not have the skills for. Whether you're in the upstate of South Carolina or across the state and you have any moving needs this holiday season, be sure to check out my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group or their website. If you want more information, again, we all know the pain that moving can be. You lose things, you break things. You simply don't want to do it. Let my friends over at Upstate Movers Group take care of you this holiday season. Again, if you want to learn more information about them, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at Yardware. Guys, Yardware, which, by the way, another business that is owned by Gamecock alumni. Gamecock's helping Gamecocks here on the Spurs Up show. They're a veteran-owned and operating company licensed by the University of South Carolina, selling must-have Carolina yard and wall signs. Guys, these signs are made of 12-gauge laser-cut steel, and they come in both garnet and black. Christmas right around the corner, literally next Friday, guys. If you haven't gotten yours today, be sure to snag it. This is the perfect gift for any Gamecock fan. I have mine in my studio. The detail, the quality, any Gamecock fan in your life is going to absolutely love one of these things. You can check them out on social media, at Yardware Signs. And guys, they can go anywhere, not just your yard, your yard, your studio, your office, your living room, your dining room, your bedroom, wherever. It's the perfect gift for that Gamecock fan in your life. Again, check them out on social media, 
at Yardware Signs and order your sign today at YardwareSigns.com. That is YardwareSigns.com. Finally, guys, the show is brought to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Guys, with the Christmas holiday right around the corner, MyBookie's been in a giving mood. A $250 risk-free bet on Thanksgiving, boosted odds and free bets every hour of Black Friday, and they continue to give away more freebies for Cyber Monday. Guys, for a sports book that's supposed to be in the business of making money, they were giving it away. That's just one of the reasons why I've been rolling with my bookie this season. The fact is this, guys. If you're going to put some action on the games, whether you're betting NFL, NCAA, college football, college hoops, whatever your preference may be, you want to do it with a reputable brand like my bookie, guys. You can make your deposit using the promo code GAMECOCKS. That's promo code GAMECOCKS, and they'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll, guys. Put in 200 bucks, get an extra $100 to play with. Joining and depositing is a simple process, and it's quick. But more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that's quick too. Treat yourself some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season by investing in your intuition, guys. It's not just winter season, it's winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Let's get it. Chris Phillips, here's the Spurs Up show as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day, and let me be the first to wish you a very, very happy early signing day here on this Wednesday, December the 16th. It is early signing day. Many of the top prospects around the country will ink their letter of intent today, and that's what we're talking about today here on the Spurs Up show, and I'll be totally honest with you guys. Do you remember that feeling since we're so close to Christmas? Do you remember that feeling the first time you found out that Santa Claus didn't exist, right? You found out Santa Claus didn't exist. You grew up, you probably found out what, around, I don't know, what, 10, 11, maybe, maybe 12. I, I don't know, maybe some of us, hey, maybe some of us still believe in Santa Claus, whatever, hey, I fully respect it. But we found out that Santa Claus didn't exist. And it took some of the, the luster away from Christmas, right? Like we still love Christmas, obviously, but some of that luster is now gone. It's, it's, it's not quite, like we lost some of the magic, right? That's kind of how I feel about this early signing day today. And, and again, I, I hate to say that going into it. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, but I'm sure you guys can understand. I, I put this out on social media uh, on Tuesday night, actually, just a feeler of, hey, how are you guys feeling going into you know, the early signing day? Because obviously with the Gamecocks going through a coaching change, you get rid of Will Muschamp and the previous staff. Recruiting is going to suffer. I think you had like five or six decommits. Your class went from being ranked about 30th, and now you're ranked 92nd in the country. You're ranked last in the SEC. And I think back to last year, you know, when South Carolina was chasing Luke Doty and Marshawn Lloyd and Jordan Birch and, and all these top prospects, you just don't have that same excitement and that same energy. And, you know, it, it, it kind of stinks. It kind of sucks because I've always looked forward – to signing days. You guys know I me. Mean, listen, I'm not a die-hard recruiting guy. Like, I'm not someone – I love recruiting, don't get me wrong, but I'm not that person you're going to tune into in June to get your recruiting scoop on what the class of 2023 tight end said about his official visit, right? That's just not me. Like, I I, I can't fake it. I, I just don't uh, 
You know, that's not something that moves the needle for me. But I've always loved signing day, and I'm a big fan of recruiting. But I'm going to get into all that, obviously. Talk about this class that is right now, why you guys shouldn't overreact. Again, like I said, the Gamecocks are 92nd right now. Why I think fans should not overreact to what is going on in regards to recruiting, in regards to the rankings, all that good stuff. But again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. First things first, I want to tell you guys about a major, major move for the Spurs Up show, a big-time announcement, and share some good news with you. If you did not hear on the live stream yesterday, I did talk about this on the Daily Crow because it, came, it became official for us uh, Tuesday morning, if you will. But obviously, we've had a ton of success in regards to merchandise, the Beamer merchandise you guys have supported. It's been overwhelming support, and I truly, truly do appreciate it. I'm extremely grateful. You guys seem to love the shirts, the Beamer ball stuff, the Shane Storm stuff, the all aboard the Shane train, all that good stuff. You guys have shown love. You guys have shown support. We've had a ton of orders, and I cannot thank you enough. Well, when things like that happen, when you have that positive momentum and you're getting that support, and you guys are obviously, again, supporting the brand, supporting the content, supporting the business as a whole, good things are going to happen to you, and something very, very good and exciting for the business has happened. You guys probably remember last year, we were able to get merchandise at wholesale in Palmetto Moon, and that was a big thing for the business. I was obviously being partnered up with Holinsky's Hope, and we had some other merchandise drop in there as well. We are doing that once again, but not with Palmetto Moon. This time, a store called Rivals in Florence, South Carolina. If you are familiar with Rivals, they sell both South Carolina and Clemson gear. They are actually going to carry our Beamer merchandise at wholesale. Again, it's a very exciting thing for the business, obviously. Really outside of the, you know, obviously the money is nice and growing the business because all that money goes right back into the business and making more merchandise and stuff like that. But as far as just moves for the business as a whole and, and making moves and building momentum, especially going into 2021, because listen, I'm somebody, I believe in positive momentum. I really, truly do believe in positive momentum. And having something like this is nothing but positive momentum for the business and for the brand. And I, I just want to say thank you to you guys again. This is a this is a success and celebrating a success, not just for me, but for all of us. Uh, obviously, I'm excited that fans are going to have the opportunity now to go to this rival store. You guys can go in there. They're going to carry the Beamer Ball t-shirts and hoodies, also the Shane Storm t-shirts. And hopefully, when, I, when my plan is, is this is going to lead to bigger and better things for merchandise as well because I, I do love making the T-shirts. I love making the designs, making the merchandise. I've got a guy helping me out right now who's doing a fantastic job on the designs as well. But I love coming up with these cool, unique, funny um, pieces of apparel. You know, the same way I like making content, I like making apparel as well. I think it's cool. I think it's entertaining. I think it's funny. And uh, you guys have obviously seemed to really love it. So, again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. This is a huge thing for the business and a huge opportunity for us. And I I'm really excited, again, to keep building that positive momentum. I have big plans for merchandise and kind of what we're doing in 2021. But, again, Rivals, uh, we're getting the shirts literally printed and the hoodies printed right now. You guys will see pictures and everything, and I'll share it once again on social media once we actually get all of that gear in the store should be over the next week, week and a half or so. But uh, yeah, again, thank you guys so much. Cause I, 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 I know for a fact without you guys love and support without the overwhelming support on the merchandise as a whole, this type of opportunity would have never come up. So again, thank you so much. Um, thank you to rivals for obviously giving us this opportunity, but thank you to you guys for the love support, supporting the brand, supporting the business, supporting the content, supporting the merchandise, everything without you guys, love and support an opportunity like that would not be possible. And again, as we, as we come to a close in 2020, because we're coming up, up, up on the new year very quickly, obviously just a couple of weeks, 
it's exciting again to build towards 2021 that positive momentum because I have big plans. I had big plans in 2020 in regards to merchandise and I wanted to get actual inventory and do different things and make different drops and you know obviously shit hit the fan. We were not able to do that. So I've got really big plans for the business for you guys in 2021 and I just thank you for you guys love and support especially because without it none of this would be possible. So all right, let's move into the show obviously got a lot to talk about and I say that but this might be this show might be a little bit more brief than you guys would expect, because especially when we're talking early signing day, I remember last year, man, I was breaking down. There were so many storylines to get into and what was going on and this and that. But like I told you guys at the beginning of the show, for me personally, and maybe this is just me, I don't know, this early signing day simply does not have the luster of most signing days. I mean, you only have 10 commits right now. You're ranked 92nd nationally and 14th in the SEC. And listen, there's some decent, there's some good pieces in this, in this class right now. But call it for what it is. You go through a coaching change in the middle of the season. You hire a new coach. You don't have any coordinators in place. You don't have your staff in place. And it's kind of the perfect recipe and the perfect storm for what we've seen for South Carolina on the recruiting side of things. You've seen decommitments. You've seen, you know, not able to get any new commitments. I mean, it's kind of what you're seeing. Um, obviously, the guy that is leading the class right now, let's go ahead and jump right into it. The guy that is leading the class right now is three-star quarterback Colton Gothier. And obviously, Colton, a guy that came on the podcast, awesome kid. I, I can tell you guys, I mean, you look at his measurables, 6'3", 205, uh, you know, really good-looking prospect when you look at him on film. But talking to him, again, having him on the podcast, um, had him about two or three months ago or so, beginning of the season. And this is a kid that has the intangibles, everything you want at the quarterback position in regards to being a leader. You know, I, I think one thing that's really tells you a lot about Colton Gothier and what, you know, what I really admire about the kid, this kid again, he's from Decula, Georgia, right? He's, he's a kid from the state of Georgia, had plenty of other offers, could have decommitted, went somewhere else. But he talked about when he came on my show, wanting to be the leader of the 2021 signing class, wanting to be that guy. He was the one calling people and contacting people and, and saying, hey, man, you should come here with me. Hey, you should come. Hey, you should come. And, you know, I think that speaks a lot to the kid's character and the type of person that he is. Again, you know, we say, oh, you know, I know some fans will tell you, oh, he's a three-star. Oh, he's a three-star. Listen, I agree. Recruiting is the lifeblood of college football, and you need to get as many big-time prospects as you can but you never know in a scenario like this. Again, he's rated as a pro-style quarterback. I think he's mobile enough to work in the system that a guy like Shane Beamer is going to bring to Columbia. Again, who is the OC going to be? What type of offense? I think it's going to be a very much spread, up-tempo, modern offense. I think a guy like Colton Gothier can fit well into that. And at least, if nothing else, give Luke Doty some competition. Maybe Ryan Holinsky's back, but I think most likely – He's going to transfer. So you think, who's it going to be? Luke Doty and Colton Gothier probably battling it out. I think Colton's a guy that can come in and can actually push Luke Doty. I think there could be a little bit of a quarterback competition as we go into year one of the Shane Beamer era. You keep going down the list. TJ Sanders from Marion, South Carolina, six foot five, 275 pound defensive tackle, three star prospect out of the state of South Carolina. You keep going down the list. Omega Blake. Wide receiver, which, again, this is a huge position of need, and you've got a couple of pretty decent ones committed to you. He's from Rock Hill, South Carolina, goes to South Point High School. And, guys, I don't need to say anything else about South Point and what they've done for South Carolina, the type of prospects the Gamecocks have gotten there. 6'3", 189, three-star prospect, again, out of Rock Hill. Um, I think a guy, again, that could help South Carolina. Anybody coming in at wide receiver, if they can catch the football, as we all know, the Gamecocks need playmakers. The Gamecocks simply need playmakers 
on the offensive side. Maybe a guy like Omega Blake can help you out there. Next guy running back, Caleb McDowell from Lee County, Leesburg, Georgia, 5'10", 175, three-star prospect out of the state of Georgia. Sam Reynolds, a three-star wide receiver prospect, a little bit on the smaller side, from the state of Alabama, 5'9", 175, a real quick speedster guy. You keep going down the list. Nicholas Barrett, three-star defensive tackle out of Goldsboro, North Carolina, 6'4", 320. Uh, Derwin Burgess, Jr. So the Gamecocks, out of any position group, have the most committed wide receivers. And I do not think that is a surprise because the Gamecocks need wide receivers more than anything. But Derwin Burgess, Jr., Riverdale, Georgia, commit. Three-star, 5'11", 177. The wide receiver goes to Riverdale High School. You keep going down the list. Again, we got three more. Offensive tackle, John Darius Morgan. Out of Birmingham, Alabama, six foot four, three oh five, three star prospect. Marcellus Dial out of Georgia Military College, a five foot eleven corner. He's also a three star prospect. And then Jordan Davis, offensive tackle out of Fairburn, Georgia, six foot five, two eighty eight, three star prospect. Goes to Creekside High School. So again, you take a look at that, and it's kind of interesting because South Carolina, you have a pretty solid base of recruits to build off of. You have a solid base of recruits to build off of, and I've got my dog right here next to me, by the way. I'm sitting here petting him. I have him in the studio. This might be the last time I do this because he keeps scratching himself. He's licking himself. He wants me to pet him. I'm like, guy, I'm trying to record the show. He won't let me do it. But uh, lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. There you go. Sit. Stop. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. I think I might just not even edit that out because that's just too funny. But yeah, this is probably the last time I record the dog in the studio. He was like clawing at the door. He's fed. He's got water. He's got everything. This dude's living the dream and he won't leave me alone. I'm like, really? Come on. So either way, dog in the studio. But anyways, so it's kind of crazy. You have this base of players, but what you lost from your decommitments was, you know, the four stars, the elite players that really elevated your class. And I really want to dive more so into, because guys, again, we could go all throughout this. You know, last year, again, I remember saying, oh, you know, here's the sleeper of the class. Here's this of the class, that of the class. We all understand the situation that South Carolina is in right now. When it comes to this signing class, you only have 10 commitments. You're ranked 92nd nationally, 14th in the SEC, and that is coming from 247. Let me talk to you guys again about why fans should not overreact to these early recruiting rankings. Now, you know there's going to be people, you know, Clemson fans are going to talk crap to Gamecock fans, and Georgia fans will do so as well. And there's going to be some Gamecock fans that panic. They're, they're just going, and I think most aren't, though. I think most understand the situation that we are in. But there are going to be some Gamecock fans that panic. There's no question. But, guys, there's no need to do so. There's no need to overreact. I think what you're going to see happen for South Carolina, again, the Gamecocks right now, your biggest concern is finding the coordinators and filling out your staff. And we all know Shane Beamer is doing that right now. What I'm hearing, it sounds like early next week is when we could find out who the coordinators are going to be for South Carolina, which is going to be a big thing. Because, hey, respect these kids for decommitting. Respect these kids, whatever. Respect these kids for transferring. They want to know who they're playing for. And I totally get it. I respect Hey. I was a recruit at one point myself, not to a school like South Carolina, but I remember being in high school, being a senior, being recruited, and it's a big decision to make. I mean, it's a very, very big decision for these kids to make. So I understand why a guy like Bryce Steele, you know, wants to decommit. Am I surprised he's signing with Boston College? Yeah, a little bit. I'm a little surprised. But I understand if a guy 
doesn't want to sign with a school that doesn't have an OC, doesn't have a DC, doesn't have a position coach. I totally get it. But listen, South Carolina made a short-term decision for a long-term gain. Because I remember I had a lot of people asking me in the middle of the season or right before the Muschamp thing went down, Chris, you can't fire Muschamp. You're going to lose all your recruits. You're going to lose all your recruits. Guys, it's ripping a Band-Aid off. Yes, there's going to be some short, short-term pain that comes along with a decision like this. But at the end of the day, you made the decision to improve your football program over the long run. Again, I think most people understand that. I, I don't think most people are jumping off the bridge or are over, overreacting or are panicking, if you will. But South Carolina, what I expect of them, again, the great news is this. You got till February. There's a lot of guys that aren't going to sign yet. You know, you, you've got till February. And I, I think the main goal from this class, from Shane Beamer's first class, you're going to have to go out there and find the diamonds in the rough. You're going to have to do a lot of what Shane Beamer did the first time he was at South Carolina which is find guys who want to be Gamecocks, find guys who you can truly develop, who you can get the most out of, who are hard workers, who are guys who are going to buy into your system and buy into your culture. Those are the guys you need to be concerned about getting. Because, again, this class, it's a little bit of a wash. Let's call it what it is. A lot of you, you know, a lot of fans out there were saying after week six or seven, oh, the season's a wash. Well, this recruiting class is basically a wash. Let's call it for what it is. I mean, if you finish, in my opinion, if you finish – 50th or better, man, you have made some real traction over these next few months. You really have. I think what you're going to see Sal going to do, though, more, more importantly, is hit the transfer portal hard. I think Sal is also going to hit the JUCO market very, very hard. Um, you know, and I, I don't think that's a bad decision. You got to get ball players in here that can play and win now, right? You got to find a way to do it. And South Carolina's got positions in need. You know, we talked about wide receiver. What about linebacker? What about DB? What about offensive line? Really everywhere is what it feels like. You've really got positions of need everywhere if you're South Carolina. But fans, don't overreact to these early recruiting rankings. Listen, I know they're ugly. And, hey, I thought about this. I was like, man, I got to put out graphics with the rankings on it on social media today. And I've got 92nd and 14th right now for South Carolina. But don't overreact, right? Don't overreact. It's going to be okay. You've got till February. This early signing period has thrown things for a loop. We all know, obviously, when it's implemented a couple of years ago, it's a gift and a curse. It really is. Because when you're in a situation like this, hey, if it was normal and the early signing period didn't exist, if you were South Carolina, you'd be like, ah, whatever. It's all good. No biggie. We got till February to sign on these guys. It doesn't even matter. But now, kids are wanting to sign early. They're enrolling early. And in a situation like this, you know, it can hurt you a little bit. So I think South Carolina is going to be okay. Again, listen, you made a long-term decision knowing there was going to be some short-term pain along the way, but it is what it is. That, that's just kind of what you sign up for. You know what you're doing in the long run. I think it's going to be the right decision. Obviously, I think you, you know, everybody tuned in would agree with that, but fans, don't overreact these early recruiting rankings. And again, I will say this. I will say this. Your biggest problem is you only got 10 commits. If you had 23 stars, you wouldn't be nearly ranked what you are. I think there's actually some quality players out of those 10 guys. Again, I like Colton Gothier a lot. I think all the wide receivers, Omega Blake, Sam Reynolds, and uh, and Derwin Burgess Jr. are going to have a chance to play immediately. I think a guy like Nicholas Baird on the D-line and Marcellus Dye on the secondary. I, I think all of these guys, outside of probably Caleb McDowell because of the depth at the running back position, 
or I think all of them could have a chance to battle for playing time. Like, I, you know, can, can South Carolina, and, that, and that's why you go and get a guy like Shane Beamer. It's all about, can he take those 10 three-stars and get the most out of 70% of them? Can he make 70% of them play one star better than their ranking is? So, again, that's what I think fans should be focused on. Again, I, and I know that, you know, that's what fans basically are focused on. Everybody's asking who are the coordinators, who are the coordinators, who are the staff. You know, there's been a lot less focus on recruiting just because of everything that has happened, everything that's been swirling and, and what's going on. But, uh, you know, believe it or not, like I said, I think out of these 10 guys, I like it. And South Carolina is going to continue to build this class. I think you might see some guys flip too. Hey, can South Carolina still steal a few? Steal a few in-state recruits that maybe don't sign today that are committed out of state? Is it possible? Could South Carolina flip some of those guys? You know, I'm kind of surprised Bryce Steele's going ahead and signing with Austin College. You know, all due respect to Boston College, but man, you know, I really feel like if South Carolina wanted him, you know, the chance to come play for an SEC school, again, whatever, to each their own, he can do what he wants, but... That surprised me. Little Bryce Steele, and again, I wish him the best. A guy that I had on my podcast, he's a great young man as well. So, Gamecock fans, the big thing is this. Enjoy early signing day. Again, it's like Christmas, but finding out Santa Claus isn't real, right? It doesn't have the same luster. It doesn't have the same magic to it. But don't overreact to these early recruiting rankings. It is what it is. South Carolina's in a good spot. They're where they need to be. You change head coaches. You've got a guy in now that talks about he can develop, not just recruit. He can develop. And South Carolina has time. That's the big thing they have right now. South Carolina has time. Okay? So, don't overreact to the early recruiting rankings. Let this thing play out through February. Let Shane Beamer get his staff together and build his first class, and we'll go from there. So, just a couple quick notes, guys, and we'll go ahead and close it out. Like I said, this is going to be a little bit more of a brief show just because, again, there isn't quite as much to dive into here on a Wednesday, here on this early signing day. But a couple of notes really quickly. It's officially official. Five years, $2.75 million for Beamer with incentives built in. Uh, $200,000 if he makes the SEC title. $250,000 if he wins it. I think it was like a million if he wins the national title. Bro, if this man wins the SEC championship, give him the damn keys to the city. Give him the damn keys. Give him all the money he wants. Put a statue out there. These incentives, they're funny. But... South Carolina, definitely a much smarter contract and a much smarter deal coming off of that Will Muschamp fiasco. And again, I think it says a lot. I know it says a lot about Shane Beamer that he is willing to take so low of a salary because he's the lowest paid coach in the SEC, believe it or not. It says a lot about Shane Beamer. He's willing to take that low of a salary because he wants to go out there and give his coordinators as much money as he possibly can. Again, that speaks volumes to me about the type of guy, the type of character, the type of man, the type of competitor that South Carolina has gotten in Shane Beamer. Also, one more quick note. I already said it earlier, but from my source, what my source is telling me, guys, again, you guys keep asking about the coordinators and the staff. It's sounding like early next week, most likely, is when the announcements, the official announcements will come for the coordinator roles at the University of South Carolina on Shane Beamer's first staff. So we'll see if that happens. We'll see what happens. Again, I, I, I listen, I know you guys are ready to find out. I know I'm ready to find out. And, you know, I was planning, I will say this too, guys, as we sit here on Wednesday, December the 16th, with no basketball game this weekend, I was planning on taking the entire week off next week for Christmas week, you know, say, hey, go home with your families. I'm going to be home with my family just chilling. But if that type of news drops, there might need to be an emergency, emergency podcast in the works. That's all I'll say. And we should be finding out also Sunday 
which bowl game South Carolina will be. And I can tell you guys, my source is telling me Gasparilla Bowl, which would be Saturday, December the 26th, which if that's the case, the show will proceed as normal next week because, hey, it will be game week. So who knows? We might not get a week off for Christmas. It is what it is. When you do what you love, hey, I ain't worked a day in my life, man. This is I'm retired and I get to talk about sports. It's a beautiful thing. No, I, I, seriously, I appreciate it. We'll see what happens. Um, I know the Gator Bowl has been projected as well. That would be January 2nd, which would be the next Saturday. But again, I'm hearing from my guy, Gasparilla Bowl, if that's the case. Would love it. A Florida bowl game. South Carolina goes to a bowl game. Um, you know, and, and we'll just, we'll do it. So, again, appreciate you guys doing it. That's going to put a bow in this one. Early signing day preview, guys. Enjoy signing day. Like I said, don't overreact to any Clemson fans or Georgia fans who are ever talking shit about the signing class. Tell them to screw off. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your hump day, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.